the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. We're going to be here until noon talking about cars, and you're welcome to join us. 602-508-0960. And if you're outside the Phoenix metropolitan area, 888-960. 9696-888-960-9696. Blackwell Auto is at 40th and Greenway, and I've known Tom for 20 years or more. He is a really good technician. He's a really good shop owner. He knows right from wrong, as all of them do. He works on old cars and new cars, big cars, motor homes. He works on everything, the gamut from the top to the bottom. And he's he knows what he's doing, but even more important, the guys that uh, are really doing a good job know right from wrong so if the technician comes in and says that it needs a transmission then he comes back in later and says it needs a transmission controller we're smart enough to know that the transmission didn't fix it and now he wants a controller so it's at this point most of us get the entire shop together and see if we can diagnose this this problem without throwing more parts at it and obviously it's a it's a big deal we have a caller gill who might that be hey hello to mike Mike, good morning. How can I help you? Hi there. Got a question about a 7.3 Power Stroke, 2001. Okay. Uh, engine fire, what would cause that? If they don't have gasoline or spark plugs, what do you think would cause an engine fire? Well, any kind of oil, even coolant. Coolant is an ethylene glycol, which is an alcohol, and it's flammable. You can pour coolant on the ground and light a match and oftentimes get it to light. Really? Yeah. And um, do you have any idea? I mean, it has to be a fluid, or it's either a fluid or it's an electrical fire. Do you have a, a, a fix on what it is? I don't. I don't. Okay. I just bought it at an auction. It's a 2001 um, F450 Dually. And uh, okay. I couldn't get the hood open. They've had the hood open, but the, I pulled the handle and the hood wouldn't pop, so I couldn't look at it. I just know I had an engine fire. So I want to know kind of where to look, and then if I can just, I can take it to somebody, and maybe you could tell me who to take it to in in the Phoenix area. Well, let's let's talk about what needs to be done first. Obviously, get the hood open, but I think you need to get it running first. And the good news mm-hmm. is, is diesels are going to have some electrical, um, you know, solenoids and stuff like that, but they're not going to have fuel lines and spark plug wires and all that other jazz. And the and, right. the, and the basic fuel delivery system is going to withstand a fire. So let's get okay. it running. And then we'll find the leak, and that's what oh, I would do. Okay. I, I don't know how much money you spent for that, but um, that's worth a lot of money. You know that. Yeah. I, well, you know, I have a I have a feeling it was. Uh, it's even got a it's got a it's got a um, gooseneck hitch on it and a and a brake controller. I mean, it's, I mean, yeah. the truck's in pretty nice shape. Uh, 
so I thought I got a good deal on it for three grand. <laughs> yeah. Um, here's why it's very valuable. First of all, it's a low. It, that diesel didn't have a lot of emissions on it, and everybody agrees that the 7.3 was a monster right. motor. It was the best motor they ever had. I saw an expedition right. or an exposition or a, whatever the heck it is. There's a couple of them there that went not too long ago for twenty-five or thirty thousand dollars, and this thing had a 7.3 wow. in it, and it was mm-hmm. a beautiful vehicle. But everybody knows they hope that they're walking through the Safeway parking lot and seeing an elderly gentleman get out of one of those, and you could give him a business card, and he'll call you when he decides he doesn't want it anymore. But this isn't going to be tough. um, What part part of town do you live in? North Phoenix. Okay. East or west of the 17? Uh, At the 17, right just west of there. Um, I'd go to Strictly Diesel. He's at I-17 and Pinnacle Peak Road. Nate could figure this out, no problem. No, okay, no, you know no problem at all. Is he on Pinnacle Peak? Um, I can look him up, I guess. Yeah, yeah, Strictly Diesel. I, I, he's just okay. uh, he's east of of the 17 on Pinnacle Peak Road. But um, Nate's a go-to guy for me. He, he's just. I mean, yeah. we we share skills on diesels, but he's slightly better than I am. He's got more experience, and really, strictly diesel means strictly diesel. Mark's pretty good on right. motorhomes and cars and stuff, but um, if, if it gets down to um, uh, some kind of a contest, I'm going to acquiesce kind of quick. Okay, well, so, what's the guy's name over there? Nate. Nate. He owns okay. it, and uh, Nate's, uh, he's about, he's he's a little um, taller than Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. And he has wow. hands like tennis rackets, and so when you meet him, you'll know exactly who's in front of you. Well, so. you know, you have to be that tall to reach down into that diesel engine because that thing's way up there. <laughs> oh, and you know, your 450, sometimes we'll just take the front tires and wheels off of it and put it on a rack and just drop it down to the ground. Yeah, and that way, Yeah, we don't have to mess, you know, we don't have to crawl in and out. But taking the hood off and getting this thing running, there's no question Nate can do that. I mean, and then once yeah. you get it running, then you'll find out if there's anything else. Now, obviously, a lot of the air tubing is going to be gone from the fire, so from the turbo mm-hmm. to the intake and all that other kind of stuff. But th- that's not really a big deal. Right. The good news is, is that if this was some kind of a power steering leak or a coolant leak, there's a good chance that the wiring harnesses weren't. Now, let me ask you about the hood, though. Is the hood just burnt to a crisp, or no. is there still paint no, on it? There's no there's no evidence from the outside of any fire. Okay, well that's good. That that tells me it didn't cook for a while because if the whole hood right. was discolored and it had no paint in it, I'm going to move oh. my 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 estimation of the cost associated with no paint on the hood and the windshield's melted. That's a ten, <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. and the paint's still good, and there was a fire underneath the hood. That's a one. Yeah. So right, all right I'm well, thinking good. maybe it cooked the wire or something, and it doesn't run because of that. But I'm gonna. I'm going to get the hood open. I'm going to have it towed home, get the hood open, uh, and I'm going to charge the battery and see what it does. I'm going to look around and see if I can locate where the problem is or a leak. And uh, and if I can, I'm going to take it up to that guy and have him just go through it and make sure everything's okay and fix whatever's wrong with it. And I want to, I want to use it. You know, it's a cool truck. Okay. Uh, let me give you some advice. Even at my okay. shop, what you want to say to them is, is I wanted you to do three things. Get it to start, move, and stop. And call me at each one of those stopping points, okay? So, <laughs> okay. And let's just start there. Don't open your book to me or Nate. 
don't hand us a blank check. Just let's. Okay. I want you to and I and 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 when you get it to start and run, that means alternator and starter and batteries and all that stuff. And then you get it to start, mm-hmm. run, and stop. And obviously, stop. You have to have a hydroboost system on that thing which is high pressure power steering fluid to get it to stop and if that was the if you have a high pressure hose that's squirting power steering fluid on the exhaust of that diesel then that's that could very well be your cause of the fire so you don't want him to get it running and then you get in it and go to hit the brakes and nothing happens and you end up in levine so you're you're gonna you're gonna (laughs) want to you're gonna want to have him do something like that okay yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's worth spending a little money on. It's nice, you know. It's a good deal for a quad cab truck that's got everything on it. And you know, I thought, well, I can't lose on that kind of thing, you know, because it, you know, a fire is a fire. But at least if the internals of the engine is okay, I'll be, I'll be fine. I don't think you need to worry about the internals. I think there's a whole lot of wiring harnesses and a little, whole lot of hoses. But then again, if it's an 01 and nobody had done them, then they're due anyway. So, but like you said, okay. well, I cool. think there's a lot of guys that are chomping at the bit right now to say, "Mark, let, give it, get him to give his phone number out so we can buy it from him." And I'm going to say, "No, don't give me your phone number." Well, good luck to you, Mike. <laughs> good All luck right. to you, Mike. All right, you bet. Okay, thank you. All you right. betcha. Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th and Avenue Indian School, could could handle that as well. He's been around since 1967. Bob and Ellen own Larry Harker's Auto. Ellen's at the front counter. Bob's in the shop. They have some really good technicians. They're really nice. Been around the block a lot, and they're not the kind of shop that's going to be gone tomorrow after you spend a lot of money. So if you're in that 38th Avenue in Indian School, or actually if you're anywhere within about a 10-mile radius of that, and you've got a problem when when you start the car, the radio station changes and the fog lights come on, then that's the kind of, wow, I think I can track this down kind of problem that they're really well-known and good for. So that's Larry Harker's Auto Repair, 38th Avenue in Indian School, and we've got another caller. Say hello to Hector. Hector, good morning. Good morning, sir. I enjoy your show immensely. Thank you. Thank you for that. I'm asking for some tips on changing the spark plugs. I have a 2001 F-150 that I had since it was new. I believe it was made in June of that year. And then I also have an Expedition 2001 that was made in December of 2000. Okay. And I'm asking advice because I changed the spark plugs years ago, and I think it's time to change the spark plugs again. And I'm apprehensive because on the Expedition... uh, after 20 miles or so, they started popping out. I don't think they had helicoils at that time, but we had to get a whole new engine uh, after somebody tried to Mickey Mouse it, I guess. I don't know. Maybe it was new to everybody to how to fix it. Um, but I'd like to change the plugs on the, the truck now, and I don't know if they have helicoils or they made some kind of service change in between the six months. So okay. please can... give me some advice. Okay, I don't think you should. Well, first of all, how old are the spark plugs? How many uh, miles? I changed them. I changed them about sixty-five, so probably uh, seventy thousand. Okay, well, I really wouldn't worry about them right now. I think I, I, I'd like you to go a hundred, but that's okay. The answer to your question is: is we used to blow spark plugs out of those Fords a lot, and they made they had the. A kit, then the B kit, then the C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. And we had so many different ways to do it. But today, we have a kit, my industry, and so do we, has a kit that does it right. 
And so, yes, and, and admittedly, it happened at my shop. Uh, oh, you just blew a spark plug. Let's put some new threads in there. By the time a lot of shops were done, it was a mess, and you had to replace the head. Or I mean, it just got really ugly. So the answer is, now, if you've got a new engine in there, then I, we need to make sure that we use a little bit of dielectric on the threads, and we need to make sure not that, yeah. And and we need to make sure that we bring them out gently and we put them back in gently. And we need to make sure we torque them right. So if you want to have them done, then I suggest you have somebody do it for you. And 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 then the risk is theirs, not yours. So mm-hmm. and and then I still think you can wait um, on on those. But if you want to. Pull one out and just look at the center electrode. If the center electrode looks like, you know, up, vertical, horizontal, and down, and then it's nice and square, then that's not a worn spark plug. On the other hand, if it's got a little pin on it, then it's a high-performance spark plug, and you'll know the difference. But at 70,000 miles, um, I'm just, and you don't have any drivability problems, and you haven't said anything about fuel economy or black smoke or anything. It's getting old, and, and this is actually the one that didn't get the new engine. Okay. So it has um, six, uh, about 140,000 miles on it. So. Okay, well, that one, I, I say, yeah. Uh, uh, but you just, the guy's, uh, the guy's got to have uh, <laughs> had to seen this before. He, he has to be careful. He, you know, he, he starts pulling out. The, here's the deal. At the end of the spark plug, the last thread will grow this circle of carbon on it because the last thread often sticks inside the combustion chamber. So you start bringing it out, and the first thing you notice is it doesn't pop and come out. So you're going to have to muscle it out. Well, when you bring that ring of carbon out, it takes the threads with it. So we know how to get that out of there without bringing the threads with it. Our industry, and everybody's got a different way to do it. A lot of guys will just put some oil down in there and soak that carbon and let it sit for a day or two until it gets soft and bring the spark plugs out. Some guys use gas. Some guys use carburetor cleaner, whatever. You're just going to get yeah, that in. That would be my next question. If I decide to do it myself, should I put some liquid wrench or something? Something. You're going to have to just, you're going to bring it out slowly. And if you get, you know, by the time you move your wrench from 6 o'clock to 9 o'clock in that area, in that 25% of a circle, it better break loose and then come right out. Mm-hmm. But if you if you move your wrench from six o'clock to three o'clock, and then all of a sudden you're going to muscle it to twelve o'clock, you've already gone too far. Mm-hmm. You've already gone too far. So yeah, if you want to use liquid wrench or carburetor cleaner, or carburetor cleaner handles um, carbon pretty good. So that's the reason why a lot of guys will just use that. So. Mm-hmm. Anyway, got to run, but thank you very much. That's a great question, and I don't think I've had that in a long time. But good luck to you. It's 1118. If you'd like to join us, 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. We have five lines, 602-508-0960. Hello. I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the Valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. 
Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Wouldn't it be great if everything came with more? Like if your new computer came with unlimited tech support. When you choose a Medicare plan from United Healthcare, you get more. Like plans that have dental and vision coverage, plus hearing coverage. Call United Healthcare at 1 800 364 1360 to get Medicare with more. Remember, Medicare annual enrollment ends December 7th. Benefits and availability may vary by plan and location. More plans based on a year over year comparison of United Healthcare plans. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. Confusion ever someone or have sudden you trouble had speaking, understanding? Understanding trouble? Have you sudden have or speaking someone ever confusion? Have, have you, you ever, ever had, had sudden confusion, confusion trouble speaking, speaking, or understanding, understanding someone? someone? It could be one of the five signs of stroke. Sudden weakness or numbness of the face, arm, or leg. Sudden trouble with vision in one or both eyes. Suddenly having trouble walking or difficulty with balance. Or a sudden intense headache that comes out of nowhere. If you or someone you know has any of these symptoms, don't wait. Call 911 immediately. You could make a difference in someone's life, someone you love, maybe even your own. It's late until, wait, don't too. Don't Don't wait wait until until it's it's too late. late. Time lost is brain lost. Find out more at PowerToEndStroke.org. Brought to you by the American Heart Association, American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hey, parents of children with asthma, here's another hit from the Breathe Easies. Come on and clean up the mold. Clean up the mold. Mold can trigger asthma in kids young and old. This song may be fun, but childhood asthma is not. Preventing asthma attacks can be as simple as cleaning up the mold and mildew in your house. For more Breathe Easy tips to help stop asthma attacks, go to noattacks.org. Brought to you by the EPA and the Ad Council. Don't miss a thing with the all-new Patriot app. Just visit your app store and download today. Well, it's 22 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Every Saturday from 10 to noon, we're here talking about cars. You're welcome to join us, 602-508-0960. Let me tell you, I'll do that slower, 602-508-0960. Action Auto Repairs at I-17 in the Deer Valley. I've known Tom since 1983. I know that he's a good guy. I know he knows how to work on cars. He's a really great fisherman. <laughs> if you want to talk fishes and lures and bait and all that kind of stuff, go sit in his lobby for a little while. Anyway, he's at I-17 in Deer Valley Northwest Corner. He's a good guy. And if you're in that area and you don't have a car repair shop, I suggest you try him. And if you have a want a second opinion, he'd be a good shop to stop by. So that's Action Auto Repair. Harry, good morning. Good morning. How are you? You know, I'm good. Thank you for asking. Good. I take it you're not a Ford fan. Um, no, I really am, Harry. I love Fords because I make so much money working on those son of a guns. <laughs> and I'm being facetious for the rest of you because we work on Toyotas and Hondas and all the rest of them. But Harry's a Ford guy, so I thought I'd throw that away. Well, I hadn't been for a long time. I bought a pickup last year, you know. It's getting it's getting ready for I, I think an oil change. It's got about three thousand on it. It's new, a new one, and I'm kind of looking at to maybe getting the oil change. Um, 
since it is. You know, the first oil change and everything. I think at about three is usually pretty good, isn't it? Um, Harry, you you raise your right hand. Harry, <laughs> as God is your witness, have you read the owner's manual on that yet? Oh, yeah, I have. But I, I, I kind of, you know... They're in the business of, uh, you know, making things break. So I just kind of, no, I try to do no. the best I can with, you know. Uh, no, no, no. You, that thing came with synthetic oil. It's got a 10,000 well, mile. Well, it's semi-synthetic. Okay, it's so it's got a 7,500 mile oil change interval. Yeah. And your motor's not going to care. And that's best for the environment. And um, you are best served by following those directions and checking, but your motor's not going to love you anymore if you change the oil every 100 miles. It's not going to last forever, especially on your Ford, no matter what. But <laughs> but really, the answer is yes, you, you should have it changed, but it's way too early. And you're wasting oil, and you're wasting natural resources. And if I hear that you change the oil early, I'm going to tell everybody that I know your email address, and they should talk to you about wasting finite natural resources. Yeah, but this this is a, you know it's got a twin turbo, it's a three five, mm-hmm. and they're a little aren't they? They're a little bit more of a different breed of cat than just a you know a five liter uh, you know the eight or so. It it the oil's going to oxidize in a semi synthetic at about 400 degrees. Harry, if you get that motor to 300, it's toast anyway. Right, right. And so the the oil has the protection necessary for your twin turbo, and yeah. and the and if it's a semi synthetic, do you know what weight they put in? Yeah, they're five thirty. Okay, Harry, I could be wrong, but um, it's my understanding that a five thirty is a synthetic, and a fifth actually, if it could be a five thirty or a five forty, and those are typically a synthetic, and the fifteen forty is usually the semi synthetic. So I just well, I just make sure whatever the manual calls for, you can call a couple auto parts store and ask them what they've got. Rarely do we have an oil that it covers both. I, I've never seen well, ones. I asked them at the dealer. I said, is this full synthetic or semi? And they told me semi. I know, but who That's told you that? The person semi. on the island? No, 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 no. This was back in the, you know, the, in fact, it was back where you go get your oil changes. I talked to one of the. The guys, because they hadn't detailed it, and I took it back there, and they talked to one of the head, head guys okay. there. You know, because I wanted to make sure, because I know the VH use a different one, and you know, the turbos use a little yeah. different oil, too. It, it, it's, it's, it's really not a different oil. It's, um, I, it, the 40 on the end of the different thing way. usually, it, well, it, it um, yeah. It, the forty on the on the end of a of a diesel, it's five forty or a fifteen forty. Um, says it's a right. diesel, but it can still be used in a variety of other cars, and it oftentimes is called for it. But the bottom line is, is if you've got a five thirty in that, um, I'm, I want you to get on the internet and and start querying five thirty and see if you can find a semi or a full synthetic. I all I'm saying to you, Harry, is is I think there's a strong possibility that that five thirty is a synthetic. And I haven't oh, seen okay. anything come off of the parts line, off of any other lines that didn't have a synthetic for the last three or four years. Well, so I did I'm, buy a quart of oil just in case, and I think it did say semi-synthetic, okay. synthetic, and okay. I think it was a 530. So. Okay. I don't know. Uh, I just, you know. Now, the five the 520 is usually a semi-synthetic, or it's a full synthetic. But anyway, it doesn't make any difference. We can hypothesize for the rest of our lives. You need to find out what it is. 
3,000 is too early. Um, I'm teasing you about wasting natural resources, but I can promise you this much. That motor will last as long as it's ever going to last if you just follow the owner's manual. But to change it earlier, I know this doesn't apply to you, but it does apply to many of your friends. They think if I change the oil early and if I rotate the irish, that the car's going to love me and never going to leave me stranded, and nothing could be further from the truth. So that's the unfortunate part about it. But anyway, Harry, good luck. You're up next. How can I help you? Well, Mark, I have a quick question on how your industry does something. Um, shout out to Blackwell Industries and Tom and Chris okay. because they did a great job for me trying to help me out. I had a brake bar spring brake on my rear brakes on my pickup truck. Okay. And went to dealership, went to every other goofy place around town, AutoZone, all those guys. Could not find the spring. How do you guys as an industry, because it's been discontinued, find that proper spring? to take care of, you know, properly take care of that brake bar and get everything set back in place. Because I had to go to a junkyard. Uh, what kind of car are you talking about, or car truck? Uh, well, it's a pick-em-up truck, I'm sorry. It's a 99 Dodge Ram 1500, and that's, to me, that's not that okay. old. Um, but Were you looking for Dodge, Dodge parts? I went to Dodge, and they don't have it in stock. Uh, it's been deleted from them. Um, went to AZ, brake and clutch. They don't carry it. Napa doesn't okay. carry it. Nobody carries the size that I needed. Okay. So well, I to go to okay. So I, that, we, that was my don't... question is how the heck? <laughs> okay. Well, it, you're telling me something that I, I, I am, I am really, I, I know you've been told by all these guys, but first of all, we don't go by size. We go by application. We go by VIN number. And, and I, if my parts guys came to me and told me they couldn't find that, I'd send them home. Come on. I just don't understand that. I just don't understand that. We've never had that happen. I would hear about it if we did. We've just never had that happen. Now, if somebody's coming in and say, I need a, I need a brake bar, and you're calling it a brake bar, but actually it's part of the, uh, the braking system, and I need this, and it's six and a half inches long, <laughs> Um, they're probably not going to go pull five kits out to see if that's that's what it is. But I, I, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll bet you lunch that if you go to Blackwell, he can call and get you that entire brake spring kit that fast. We'll be back. Hi, this is Larry Elder. This election year, your vote is more important than ever. Be sure to register and vote. Our country's future depends on it. Did you know Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Raintree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Raintree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. This radio station accepts political advertising. In fact, we are required to do so by federal law. We understand that not all of our listeners will agree with statements or positions taken by all of these candidates, and sometimes neither do we. 
This radio station is an important part of this community, and therefore the candidates want to bring their message to you via our airwaves. We do so as a public service, and we are required to do so. Regardless of your position on these issues, please make sure you register to vote so your voice is heard. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. There's always a moment of truth where I say, look, it's either put up or shut up. And it was time to put up. I had crossed that thin line. It was 100 plus degrees. We were hot. We were on fire. We were yelling our hearts out. You could feel the intensity rising. Even in our tiredness, even in our weakness, even in our pain, we continued to push. I told myself, you can suck up the pain for another mile and a half, and you will be a Marine. Not many people believe that I could do it. I don't know where I got the energy from. I don't know where the pain went to. But all I know is that I had what it took. I am a United States Marine. DFC Daryl Willis serves his country as a Marine. Will you? Visit Marines.com or call 1-800-MARINES. The few, the proud, the Marines. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14, 31, I mean 13. We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds, I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, Earth to Danny. Suddenly he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hugged goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. Looking for a radio station that cares about real news and not afraid to go beyond the headlines? There's only one station for you. 960 The Patriot and 960ThePatriot.com All about that Alrighty, 34 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Um, I've had a chance to calm down, but John, here's my offer to you. You were looking for a brake spring kit for your truck, and you couldn't find one, and you ended up going to the wrecking yard. So here's my offer to you. You go over to Blackwell's, and Blackwell's going to find you a kit, and it's going to be in a box, and it's going to be by application. And I'm going to pay him to put the kit in your truck, and I'm going to pay for the kit Unless, of course, he can't find it, and then I'm going to buy you lunch. And so, either way, you win. But um, I'm, I don't, I can't explain it why you had a tough time. But I'm not talking about you now. But other people, other guys, oftentimes go in and say, you know, I, I want the Dodge parts or I want the Forge parts and stuff like that. And and many people in the industry don't understand that there's only two people that make springs and two people that make brake shoes and all that other kind of stuff. There's no such thing as a factory that makes Dodge parts, maybe sheet metal parts, but not mechanical parts. So they buy them from everywhere else. 89% of the batteries in the United States are made at Johnson Controls, and they just put different labels on them. 
So, And there's only four kinds of oil out there that make base stock, Mobile, Shell, Phillips 66, and Chevron. So I know Blackwell can find it. I'm, uh, I'm going to take that junkyard one you have out. He's going to hang the, the new spring set on both sides of the axle. I'll pay for his labor. I'll pay for the spring set because it's going to be that easy. And because you know Tom Blackwell. All right, who we got next, uh, We have uh, Glenn. Glenn, good morning. Good morning. I have a question regarding what's a good voltage for a resting battery. And also, is uh, North Star make a good battery? Um, I don't know who North Star is, but like I said, um, I tell people, I tell my mother, if I liked my sisters, I'd tell them, but um, buy the cheapest battery you can find. I mean, they're, they're all going to be separated by 30-month, 40, 50, 60, 72-month warranties. Mm-hmm. But... Um, I, I'd buy the cheapest battery I could find. I mean, I'd shop price. Um, I don't care if it's an AC Delco, if it's a Motocrafter, if it's a, a Dodge. I don't care if it's a interstate battery. I don't care whose it is, Pet Boys. I would just... Now, if you wanted to weigh them all, you'd find out that they all weigh the same. And batteries as good as the lead. So a standing voltage, to answer your question on the standing voltage, is a fully charged battery is 13 volts. So you, when you pop the hood, and if you go in and, you, and you get between 12, 8, and 13, that's fine. The alternator should bring the voltage up from what we call key in your pocket voltage. Let's pretend it's 12.8. So your key's in your pocket. You pop the hood. You check it. Now you start it up, hold the idle up a little bit, and it should go one volt over that. So if you're at 12.8, you should end up at 13.8. That's a good rule of thumb with respect to the alternator working. The reason I was asking is I, I, I'm detecting a different pitch in my, in my starter motor, and... Uh, I thought, no, I'll measure it, and it's at, it's it's been routinely 12.6, you know, in between driving, you know, letting it rest for a few hours. Okay, well, so, you're doing the testing wrong. Um, the starter, when, this, when you hear a starter noise, we're putting the battery under load. And so what you want to do is take the voltage test when you're cranking the starter. Well, I didn't do that. I have no way of doing that myself. Well, I'm explaining it just so that you know if, if somebody's going to do it for you. Um Resting voltage has nothing to do with the sound of your starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it 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 doesn't, but 9.6 does. So the starter, the battery has to provide enough electricity to crank it over in a normal fashion uh, under normal draw and normal amp draw and all that other stuff. So um, if you were to hook your voltmeter up to the battery and then you simply disable the ignition system or pull the fuel pump relay out of the box and just crank it over, it should be well above 11. And if it's dropping below 9.6, then either the battery's not good or the starter is pulling too many amps. And so then you have to make that decision on whether the battery can handle that kind of amperage, 2 or 300 amp draw, or whether it can't. So when you have a noise, when you have something unusual, that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bracket your thing into that. I have an unusual sound when I'm cranking the motor over that I think indicates there's a problem. This is a test that most of us can run in 10 minutes. Okay, then I'll have that performed. I appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, you bet. Good luck to you. The electrical systems check at most shops is somewhere between $25 and $50. And the electrical system test involves checking the battery performance in every facet, checking the starter draw, checking the alternator output, um, checking the regulator, and checking for shorts and draws. So if the trunk light's open, we should be able to find that it has a draw on it. And so finding the draw is 
kind of difficult sometimes, but that's that's so you can get a complete electrical systems check. I'm going to change it from 25 to 50 to 50 plus or minus thirty dollars. Fifty dollars plus or minus thirty dollars. So eighty on the top side, twenty-five thirty on the bottom side, and that's what it costs. So, so then, those of us with gray hair, we're not going to have any problem answering the question: Is what's going on, or does this noise make any difference? Or sometimes I hit it and it goes click click, and sometimes I hit the key and it goes click. Sometimes I hit the key and nothing happens. Those are all things that an electrical systems check would be the first thing that a good shop would do. 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us, and we'll be right back. Let's face it, we love Alexa, and we love to let her find your favorite radio station. This one, of course. But she could find us easier if we taught her a simple skill. To get started, simply say, Alexa, enable the Patriot Phoenix skill. After she confirms, you can then say, Alexa, play the Patriot Phoenix. That's all you have to do, and Alexa will learn how to find us. You can listen to us through your Amazon Echo, Echo Show, Echo Dot, and Amazon Tap devices. Alexa, what's your favorite radio station? That's easy. Intelligent Talk, 960, The Patriot. This is Dr. Sebastian Gorka, and I'm very excited to tell you about the book that finally tells the inside story of Obamagate. It's called Above the Law, and it's written by my good friend Matthew Whitaker, the former acting U.S. Attorney General. We all know that the deep state has been out to destroy President Trump since before he was elected. Now, in this new book, Above the Law, Matt lays out the inside story of how James Comey at the FBI and top officials at the Justice Department helped fabricate the fake Russian conspiracy with the participation of Barack Obama. You'll read how Mueller and his henchmen created a corrupt report for the sole purpose of political subversion, despite the fact that there was zero evidence of Russian collusion. You want the truth about Obamagate? Matthew Whitaker has written a book. It's called Above the Law. Order it today from Amazon or wherever books are sold. Above the Law by my friend Matt Whitaker. The following message is brought to you by Goodwill and the Ad Council. The inherent right to work is one of the elemental privileges of a free people. Endowed as our nation is with abundant physical resources and inspired as it should be with the high purpose to make those resources and opportunities available for the enjoyment of all, we approach this problem of re-employment with the real hope of finding a better answer than we have now. Your stuff can be more powerful than you think. Your stuff can be a resource for change. Donate to Goodwill where your donations help fund job placement and training for people in your community. Goodwill. Donate stuff. Create jobs. Find your nearest donation center at goodwill.org. The following is an editorial opinion from the owners of this station and Jim Ryan. Hi, this is Jim Ryan, general manager here at 960 The Patriot. Martha McSally is in a tight race to continue her service on behalf of our state, and we cannot lose the Senate. Once again, Arizona is being asked to help save the conservative cause and everything we cherish from freedom to independence. That means Arizonans are being called. That means you and me. If justices like Amy Coney Barrett matter, if the pro-life cause matters, if fewer regulations and lower taxes and more growth matters, you better believe this election matters and the Martha McSally race matters. 
Senator McSally has served the nation well with her groundbreaking 26 years in the Air Force. She represents our state and our values well. And critically, Martha McSally is pro-life. We need to stand up for the cause and answer the call. We need a voice like Martha McSally in the Senate. Learn more at McSallyForSenate.com. Thank you. So you see, son, good manners are important. Should I go through it again? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open, don't speak with your mouth full, keep your elbows off the table. Share your things, play nice, and generally treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But two minutes twice a day, making sure they brush their teeth is easier, and it could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. Visit 2 min 2 xorg to find out more. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. 44 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, 602-508-0960. We're approaching the last 20 minutes of the show. If you have a car question or a car problem or if you want some advice or if you want to argue, then 602-508-0960. Autodynamics in Sun City is the most trusted source as far as Mark Salem is concerned. There's lots of shops, but I really like Autodynamics. Family-owned and operated since 1982. I've known Chuck and his son Derek for a very long time. They're on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. The north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. Autodynamics, good place to have your car repair done. Jim, good morning. Good morning, Mark. Uh, I need a quick opinion. I took my car in. Uh, the air conditioning had stopped, and they checked it all over, and they came back and said it was the compressor clutch. And they said that... Uh, they recommended that I replace the whole system. Um, he said I had three options. I could uh, replace the clutch for $800, but they couldn't guarantee that the air conditioning would last because so many other things could go out. It's the original system in the car. And or I, could, I said, well, how much is for the whole system? And they said $1,800. And I said, well, what's the third option? And he said, uh, don't use the without air conditioning because yeah. it's getting cooler. <laughs> well, um, I mean, when he says everything, is he going to replace the receiver dryer, all the hoses, the expansion valve, the entire compressor, the evaporator, the condenser? I mean, it, that's the whole system. My, my impression was from the condensed, from the compressor back to the dash. Okay. So he's going to do the evaporator, which is behind the glove box in the car. Um, I, I would not agree with that. Um, I'm only going to replace the evaporator if it's leaking Freon. Yeah. So I yeah. don't see much wrong with that. Sometimes I don't, I don't think that was mentioned in the conversation. Okay. I'm just struggling with the $1,800. First of all, let me tell you what I think. Most of the time when the clutch goes bad, it's because the compressor goes bad. Right. So the belt's still trying to drive the clutch, but the compressor locks up. That's pretty easy to determine. You just grab okay. the face of the clutch with a big wrench, and, and, and if it doesn't move, because the face of the clutch is connected to the compressor, but the pulley is connected to the belt, and then there's an idler portion of that, and then electronically we, we apply the clutch. So this isn't a tough call. At the very minimum, you're going to do a compressor. You're going to you know, blow out the oil and put oil back in it. Um, you're probably, it and what kind of car is it again? Uh, 2000 Rav. Okay, it, it's it got some kind of a metering device, probably an orifice tube, so we'd replace that. Um, we'd hang a new compressor on it. We'd make sure it had the right amount of oil, and we'd charge it up. We'd evacuate it and then charge it up, and you'd be out the door. So okay. I'm, I'm, I'm un- I, think, 
I think the idea, um, let me change this. There are some guys out there that create the perception that you're always better off to just do everything because something might fail. So okay. on your RAV, how many miles has it got on it and what year is it? Uh, it's a 2,000 and it's got 106,000. Okay. So you're really piling up the mileage on this, Jim. Do you drive to New York City every day? No, it's 20 years old, and I only have 106,000 on it. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing oh, you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Holy mackerel, that's just low miles. What old, is that? I'm an old guy, and I only put on like 6,000 miles a year. Okay. Um, I, 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 I'm, I'm not of the opinion. Here's the, here's the thing. Yes, there's some duplication of labor if something fails after we get done. But um, if you were my father, and I love, and I do love my father, I would say that that I'm all, all I'm going to do is, if I want to check to see if the clutch can drive the compressor, and if it can't, then I want to replace the. Cl- I want to do the entire compressor with a clutch. You know, not yeah. not just a compressor, but a compressor that comes with a clutch. Flush it out, yeah. change the orifice tube, um, and put it back together, and put the right amount of freon in it, and send you on your way. Now that that could be eighteen hundred dollars. It, it, depending on where they buy the compressor, and I'm sure the labor isn't easy. And then you got the flushing, you got the orifice tube, R&R, take it out and put it in, and then you got all the refrigerant. So I, I'm thinking that that's on the high side. But but if it were between 1600, somewhere closer to 1600, I'd be a little bit more comfortable. But on pricing, I'm not the very best guy in the world. Um, but you, you you know i'd just look him in the eye and just say is the compressor locked up or not is that why the clutch locked up and if you okay. can't answer that you need to maybe well i know get a i know on the estimate it, it looked like uh the labor and the the parts it was like even steven it was 50 50 i agree uh, i agree thank okay. you for bringing that up yes the compressor and the parts and the freon are going to be about half that bill the rest of it's going to be labor you're right you're right. All righty. Thank you very much. Okay. Good luck to you, Jim. Thank you very much for calling. AC repair. We'll write that down. It. Um. I got a, a, a an email from a guy that had taken his car in, and they had done a bunch of work. And um, I wish I could find that piece of paper on my my desk here, but I can't. Um. He he, he had this a bunch of work done, and then. It didn't fix the problem, and they did an alternator and a battery, and they but they didn't put down on the work order what he said to them. He didn't. They didn't write down the symptoms. Um, they did a test drive, and they they had it happened, and then they diagnosed it as a battery and a, an alternator. The bill was a lot of money, and he still got the problem. So then he takes it to another shop, and when he takes it to another shop, they diagnose it as the uh, the module, the engine module. And so at that particular point, then the question uh, becomes is he needs to get it fixed first. That's what I told him. You need to get it fixed first. Once you get it fixed, then everything will be answered. But on the second shop, we're going to hold his feet to the fire in a real upfront way in this respect. We're going to say to him, I I want your assurance that you're going to fix this with this module. I I just need your assurance. And he wrote in his email, well, they told me that they consulted with somebody and they agreed that the module was the problem. That's okay sometimes, but sometimes it's not. It depends on who this someone is. So 
a shop has to stand up, look their customer in the eye, and say, "I'm gonna. I've diagnosed this, and the module's the problem, and I'm gonna fix the module. I'm gonna replace the module, reprogram the module, and when you leave here, that problem's not gonna be here anymore. And I'm gonna give you the old module back too." You always ask for your old parts back because if that module's, let's pretend it's $800. So he puts it in there, but he throws your old one away. Well, it doesn't fix the car. You go back and you go, hey, I didn't fix my car. But if you have the old module, you hand it to him and say, put my old one back in, please, because it didn't fix the problem I asked you to fix if you want to start over. But we have to start over from a zero point of view. So you need to refund me all the money I spent that didn't move me to, you know, from first base to second base. So he's got a real problem because he's got this first shop out there that didn't do anything, and the bill was pretty big. So he has to give them a chance first and explain to them, you didn't fix my problem. They're going to say, well, you needed a battery and alternator anyway. Oh, gosh. That's how you have to protect yourself. You have to make sure that they write down what you say on the work order customer says that he drives down the road the dash lights go crazy they blink on and off the and i'm being facetious here the horn honks the windshield wipers flap five times that's what the customer says then the work order should talk to the customer in writing we drove the car we verified the complaint we did this and the complaint was still there then we did this and this and then we found out that this is the problem so we want to replace this and it's the part the labor and the diagnostic charge is four hundred dollars so we're going to fix it and then you say I need to make sure that we're going to fix it because I don't want to pay for a guess. I want to pay for a fix. There's a big difference between a guess and a fix. If we're guessing, we're guessing with your money unless we tell you. Now, I'm the first one to say... I don't want to guess, but there's times I do guess because I'm so we're so solid in our diagnosis. So we say, you know what, we'll guess and if you don't have to pay for it if we don't fix it. But we're really comfortable that this is going to fix your car. But I'm telling you, it's a guess. So as long as I write down, I'm going to do this. You're going to okay the $400, and I'm going to do it, and I'm going to fix it. And if it doesn't fix it, I'm going to give you your $400 back. It's it's okay. There's times that you say it's got to get worse before it's easy. It has to get worse before we can find it. It can't just happen once a month. We're not going to be able to find that. So let's wait till it gets worse because it'll be easier to find once it gets worse. Because when you have an intermittent problem, you only have a couple of choices. You can start guessing or you can wait till it gets worse. That's it. And if you wait till it gets worse, then it's going to be easier to find and easier to fix. So those are the kinds of things. This gentleman, I feel sorry for him because he's got two shops involved now and he needs to hold the second shop feet to the fire, but they may feel like that they're being punished for the first shop's inability to fix it. He needs to fix that when he talks to them. I had another shop work on it. I'm not holding you to that standard, but I did learn a lesson that I really need to have a conversation, so I want to have that conversation with you. Please assure me that this module that you're going to put in, body control module, I think is what it was, this module you're going to put in is going to fix my problem. And to safeguard me, I want my old part back. And then that way, if it acts up again, then we can maybe return the part and put my old one back in and start over. So those are the kinds of conversations that you should have with people in our industry. It's okay to have that conversation. I enjoy it when the customer's there. You see, if I'm if my staff is solid in their diagnosis, that doesn't scare us. That doesn't scare us at all. Do we make mistakes? Yep, we do. Yeah, and we follow what we preach. 
So if I if I put an ignition module or a, a, a control module or a body module in a car and it doesn't fix it, we always give the customer the old part back. And the very first thing when they call us, hopefully they're not yelling and screaming at us, but if they call us, I say, we put the old module in your car. Bring it back, and I'm going to put the old module back in. I'm going to put you back the way I found you. I'm going to give you all your money back, and then hopefully you'll trust us to, to go back and see what we missed. So, And there's a lot of shops that do that. I'm not the only dog in that teepee. Every, everybody I know and I respect would do, do it that way. The real hitch in the giddy-up is this. No, I threw that thing away. <laughs> and, woo, baby, then what do you do then? It's a $400 module, and they threw the old one away. And But I think the communication gap was our fault because we didn't say, please hang on to this until we're absolutely sure your your car is fixed. Please, just put it in your trunk or something, or if you want, we'll hang on to it for you. But we're going to call you and bug you, if, you know, every two weeks. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? But it's easier just to box it up and put it in the trunk of the car. After a month or two or three months goes by, the owner can throw it away. It's fixed. But it's just a safeguard. Now, you're not going to want an oil filter in the trunk of your car. I know the difference there. But what we call hard parts, a windshield wiper motor, a um, a, a, a voltage regulator. Um, I'm just kind of searching. I'm closing my eyes and looking at a car. and You know, the, maybe the master cylinder after you drain the brake, brake fluid out of it and you put it in the box that it came in. Those are the kinds of things. Anything electronic, you could do your alternator. You could say, I'll, I want my alternator back. And then if it's fixed, um, I'm happy. And then I'm going to say, well, there's a, a, a $50 core on your alternator. So I'm going to charge you the $50. Then when you bring it back to me and we know we're square, then I'll give you the $50 back. But I have to pay for the core charge if I don't return the core, the old part. So if you want to keep it and take it, then I need you to pay for it. And, and But if you've been a customer of mine for a long time, uh, I'm going to let you go. So those are the kinds of things. But I think that last thing I said is kind of important is if you've been a customer of mine for a long time. We're probably not going to forgive the core charger, let you walk out with a $50 alternator if this is your first time here. We're going to probably collect the core charge from you. But if you've been doing business with us for the last 20 years, then we're going to walk away from that. And like I said, there's lots of other shops that are just like us. We're who we are today because we've copied all these really good ideas from all these other shops. So it's not it's not that I'm thumping my chest. I'm saying that I know there's a lot of good guys. And if you want to find them, then go to my website, MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com, and there's a list of the best car repair shops in town. And here's my promise. If you have a problem, and for instance, the Better Business Bureau says the shop has to give you back $2,000. If the shop doesn't give you back $2,000, then I fire the shop from the list, and I will pony up the money and cover it up to 5000 So my cap is 5000 Have I ever had to pay that money? The answer is no. Have I ever come close? One time. The bill was 2000 at the very last minute, the shop decided that it was a good idea to just pay the 2000 and let's get out from underneath this big mess. Mark at MarkSalem.com is my email. Mark with a K at MarkSalem.com. Please drive safe. Please drive nice and see you next week.